0: team the records show that we started at five o'clock on the dot. Uh, the adoption of the agenda. Are there any additions, Mr. Parker? If there is one addition, uh, invitation to feature regional high school track uh, grad. Under business? Uh, correct, sir. Any deletions? Uh, there is none. Okay. Um, let's um, Motion uh, I'll uh, entertain a motion to uh, set the agenda as presented as uh, modified. That's all in favor, Mr. Goods. Motion passed in, in favor of the uh, birthday Don Goods motion. Yes, <laughs> that's all right. Thank you. Adoption, oh. adoption of minutes. Uh, we have two sets of minutes in front of us. May 27, 2019, regular council meeting. Uh, any modifications need to be made there? Hearing none, I'll take another motion on this one. Okay, Joanna Downey is uh, making a motion to adopt the May 27, 2019, regular council meeting minutes as presented. All in favor? Favor. That takes us to the May 31st, 2019 Special council meeting minutes. I'll move those. Okay. Mr. Scamhorn, all in favor? Are there any any, part, any public hearings, Mr. Parker?
1: There are none, Your
0: Worship. Any presentations? There are none, Your Worship. Any bylaws? There okay. are none, Your Worship. Any unfinished business? Oh, no. Nah.
2: Anyway, thank you to new business. If council wishes to refresh your screens, the uh, amended agenda is now uploaded.
0: Um, <clears throat> the first item uh, under new business is a request for decision on grants to organizations quarterly submissions. Uh, Mr. Mr. Schramm is meant to lead the discussion. Good evening, council.
3: I am presenting tonight a request for decision regarding two applications for the Grants to Groups program. Uh, At the June 3rd, 2019 Council meeting, presentations were made by uh, the Peace River Prize Society and the Jet Association uh, requesting funds through the Grants to Groups program. Council was able to ask questions directly to each organization in order to receive any additional information Council may need. Based on the applications and presentations, administration makes the following recommendations. The uh, Peace Pride Society requested $500 in funding in support of Peace Pride 2019 to be held June 7th and 9th, 2019. Administration is recommending the council provide the $500 in funding to the Peace Pride Society to assist with costs associated with hosting the Peace Pride 2019.
0: Your recommendation is $500, correct? Anybody want to ask questions of
4: Mr. travel on that? Mr. Mayor, if there's no other hands up, I would put a motion on the floor that we uh, provide the group $500. Okay, $500 for the Peace Pride Society of the
0: Correct. In
4: favor.
3: Uh, The next application was from the Western Zone Racing Association. Uh, The association requested $15,000 financial support to assist with costs associated with hosting the 2019 World Jet Boat Races to be held July 11th to the 21st 2019. A recommendation from administration is that council provide $5,000 in funding to assist with costs associated with the 2019 World Jet Boat Races. Just a
1: quick question. Usually the jet boat races are only two days with one day of show and shine. Is Are those dates correct? My understanding is this year the races were happening on a Sunday, Monday. Correct.
5: Your Worship, uh, at the presentation they talked about that this is the, the 11th to the 21st is all the world links in, in Alberta. That's why you're seeing so many dates there, Councillor Ford.
1: What are the dates of the of the race in Peace server then? I believe it's the 20th, they're the here Sunday the
3: 20th uh, for circuit racing, and I believe it's Monday the 21st, it's the race to Latino and back. Okay.
0: And your application, is 15,000 the maximum you can apply for? I probably would be right up there based on their um,
3: so do you, do you have a
0: maximum
3: on the application? It, an application is usually about I 50% of total expenses. Oh,
6: right. okay. Mr. Mayor, I would move that um, grants to groups um, provide $5,000 to the 2019 World Jet Boat race. Okay. All in favor? Yeah. In favor? Thank you.
0: Okay. Uh, second item: request for decision, regional staff members. And here's the head of Estab
7: himself. Mr. Yeah. S-DAP. Councillors, I'm just uh, pulling up the report right now, but I could speak to most of it verbatim. Uh, so this evening we're looking for council's consideration for the representatives for our regional, regional, regional subdivision development and appeal board. So at a previous meeting council had approved entering into the regional, regional STAB, um, and now we are to um, determine or identify our members. That would represent the town. So we solicited solicited the, um, the existing members. Um, councillor Ford, as our councillor representative, indicated he's interested in acting as a regional, geez. a reasonable representative. Regional members, a reasonable regional representative. Um, and then we had two members at public that were interested. We. Drew at random, and the name that came up was for Rod Burr to be our uh, public member to act on the regional board. So there's a recommendation that council the port, or appoint Orrin Ford and Rod Burr to the peace regional subdivision and development appeal board. How long are the terms or whatever? The board. And the board members themselves will determine that. They will work to stagger them. They'll be, um, the intention is to have three-year I terms. I think this is a life sentence, is it not it comes to hey, hear, it, like, Yeah, it's a, it's a life term,
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs> you know. Just, uh, uh,
1: Mr. Cowles just for one correction on the report. Um, on the report it says both of these people have required the legislative training. I have yet to complete that training, I haven't had the opportunity um, yet to, go, to take that training but uh, Mr. Parker has uh, done a lot of briefing with me on uh, the do's and don'ts when you uh, attend one of these appeal hearings. Yep. But my plan is to, uh,
7: to get that training. And that's one of the benefits of a regional board, um, MMSA intends to do training for those that don't have it so they'll be coordinating something.
0: Any further questions, Deputy there?
4: Nope. Right, right. Let's pull the right the trigger.
0: The, okay. Mr. Scamalhorn has raised his hand to make a motion to, um.
4: Point one, Mr. Ford and Mr. Byrd to the subdivision, regional subdivision development. All in favor? Uh, in favor? That
0: is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Request for decision is the next item is the RFP Award of Facilitator for the municipal Collaboration
7: framework. Yes, so this is regarding an RFP that the town has issued for an ICF Facilitator. Just to refresh Council's memory, um, the three municipalities, ourselves, County Northern Lights, and the MDF Peace 135 had applied and re- successfully received an Alberta, Alberta Community Partnership Grant for $120,000. Um, so using those funds we issued a request for a proposal for an ICF facilitator uh, that was issued back in, in early April. Um, it closed An evaluation team was formed after some stops and starts. Um, time off in wildfires, we have finally come up with a decision. Um, So there was four organizations' response to the RFP. Uh, Those were Catalyst Resolutions, (coughs) Nichols Applied Management, Resources International Consulting and Tantus Solutions. Uh, Catalyst is out of British Columbia, the other three were were Edmonton-based, two were immediately um, deemed non-compliant with the RFP requirements um, as they did not meet the criteria of being qualified mediator as identified on the municipal affairs municipal dispute resolution page which was a requirement that the county northern lights and MD had insisted on within the RFP so um, that was fair. Upon evaluations of the other two Firms that were left um, and the group scoring and concurrence, we are recommending that Resource International Consulting and Training Incorporated be the successful firm to act as a facilitator for the ICS between the three municipalities. And where are they at? They're out of. They're Edmonton-based, I believe Spruce Grove, I want to say, but I'm not positive. I can gather that information if you want. But they are—they are from Edmonton, more or less. Um, there is no pricing per se. It was not a tender; it's an RFP, so there's estimates of hours to be worked and an hourly cost. But um, you know, it's kind of indeterminate on how many hours will actually be needed. We are comfortable, though, as a group, that we will not exceed the $120,000 for the um, totality of the work being done. Um, something that I did not mention, um, but County Northern Lights and the MD both indicated that the primary focus for the facilitator will be the ICS between us and those two parties. So, um, if there, if it's becoming a financial issue or whatnot, you know, they're, they might be willing to put theirs aside, deal with, um, without the facilitator, if if costs are becoming an issue, those are things that we'll deal with um, through discussions, deliberations, and the management of such. So again, there's two options, and as I mentioned, the recommendation is to appoint Resource International Consulting and Training, Um, again, to do so. You know, they're a successful proponent through public advertising in a multi-municipal evaluation process, and they we expect that they will not exceed the, the grant amount. Um, option two is Council does not award uh, to them, um, and disadvantages to that is that may or may not set us back to step one and um, have to go through the process again. So staff are hoping that Council is able to do so. To provide this recommendation this evening. Any questions from
4: council?
7: Mr. Mr. Town,
4: do you have a question? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm just just curious. uh, Obviously, you've read the the CD of resources uh, of uh, international consulting training. So, do we get a staff person, or do we get one of the principals of the company? Um, We get.
7: One of the principals, there's two main principals, uh, the first person is Sharon Wilson and she is listed on the, the, um, dispute resolution page for municipal affairs. The other gentleman, his name is Nolan Krause. he'll be the primary, and he has done some work up here, even though not directly for, um, the parties in question, but he did some stuff for North Peace Housing. Gilman Krause, he's the former mayor of St. Albury. Yeah, yep. so again, fairly wide um, municipal experience, and they've successfully done uh, that's the high what I was driving at is, is yep. uh, we're we getting, uh, you know, who are we
4: getting? I mean, we're involved in filling these RFPs, and then you don't know who you're going to get. And obviously, if we're getting senior staff or the principal of the company, that's, that's good news. So, thank you for that.
0: Yeah, I think I just mentioned that Nolan Krause is mayor of Saint Albert to to uh, reassure myself that I'm not uh, uh, suffering from advanced dementia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Mild. Mild. Your,
5: yeah. Your yeah. Worship. Yep. I will move that uh, the council award the request for proposal T. Sorry. TPR 2019006, (coughs) Intermunicipal Collaboration Framework, Facilitator to Resources International Consulting and Training.
2: Did you get that, Ms. (laughs) McCoy? I did, sir. I took the liberty of pre entering it. Thank you. All in favor? In favor? Passed
0: unanimously. Okay, request for decision Dixonville,
7: Dixonville Water Rates. So before council, is a request for a decision to um, give authority for staff to amend our utility bylaw to include rates for outside parties. In this case, um, for the Dixonville line that impacts County of Northern Lights residents. So, County Northern Lights has been working on this extension for some time. They received their. Um, 31 million dollar grant on a 39 million dollar project, give or take, um, to connect to the regional water treatment plant up to Dixonville, and that goes through a wide swath of CNL lands um, across and up Highway 35 to to the Dixonville area. Um, as such, and since they're connecting to our plant, um, they will become a customer of the town's water. Um, treatment and other types of systems. So when we went and did the work, we have determined that the cost to provide or supply the water, backing of distribution charges, um, which the county is responsible for, um, is about $4.15 per cubic meter based on our current rate of 540, which from a ratio perspective is 76.7% of our rate. So staff are proposing that that be the initial number that can and could be amended from time to time if the cost of providing water changes Um, and using that as our initial baseline. Plus staff are also proposing a rate of return or a dividend amount which is common in utility rate structure of 8%, so in doing so um, the rate would be set at 84.7% of the town's rate for for water, equivalent water. That's just for the first um, block which would be domestic customers. Um, the county has indicated that there's 76, there will be 76 properties. Again, we will confirm that at any one time and ask for updates as properties and to relieve the system. Anything above that, a second block price would be created and this would be for bulk stations and uh, other types of water station activities and staff are recommending that the price for water is set at the town's rate plus that 8%, so 108% of our water price for, for water to the county area and residents. Um, something else that we have identified within this and are looking for council's consideration um, is if there should be rate changes to come back for the Shaftesbury Water Co-op. Again their situation is very similar um, to this where they're a bulk water purchaser of the town and if they want the bylaw to reflect these rates, which are more applicable or more updated compared to what the co-op has been paying in the past. So if council is agreeable, staff will amend our current utility rate bylaw to show these updated charges. Um, And it's staff's recommendation that council direct staff to amend the utility rate bylaw to include water rates to the County of Northern Lights for the Dixonville water line at 84.7% of the prevailing town water rate for domestic connections at 16.5 cubic meters per month per connection, and 108% of the town's prevailing water rate for any volume of water amount above that amount.
0: Okay, so your uh so, you're asking to, uh, to amend the utility rate bylaw to include water rates for the county of Northern Lights uh, uh, for the Dixonville line at, um, at 84.7% of the prevailing town rate. Um, and you're also
7: asking for direction on the Shaftesbury Water Corp. That's correct. Staff are supportive of the rate change for the co-op, but we just wanted to get um, we council's opinion. Or are you just you're
0: just looking for an opinion, or are you looking
7: for a motion? Um, a <laughs> motion on um, what to do about Chasbury would give us clear direction, and okay. if there is an interest to do so, we would also include that in the upcoming bylaw change. Okay. Are these separate motions? Yeah. Yeah, I'd make them yeah, separate because.
0: There's only one recommendation here for the uh, for the uh,
1: Dixonville water line. So, do you want to make that one? Yes, yeah,
6: sure. absolutely. 447's got a nice ring to it. Go ahead. Um, you mentioned 76 properties, so that that's the ones that apply for the 16.5 meters per month sort of thing. And above 16.5 for those particular properties, then the other rate happens. That's correct. So. Okay. So well, we,
0: we can't do it on each individual property, so we, we multiply 16.5 by whatever it is, 76, okay. so and then we meter that across, and once they've taken that amount of water, we charge the rest at, uh, at the... Uh,
6: so so bulk stations, where do they, how do they fit, because they're not a private property under that description,
7: are they? No. So it depends on the consumption of the domestic class. So there's. Well, but once, as the Mayor mentioned, once once they exceed that
6: 76, 76 times 16.5. Exactly.
7: Okay. Then it jumps up to the higher rate.
6: So and, how did the bulk, the bulk ones are just going into that increase above 16.5 per property? Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's the way it goes. Yes.
7: Yeah. And, and, and line losses <coughs> and other, you know, water consumption above your, what we would consider typical domestic use. I just match, it matches our bulk water rate, so
0: that there's no incentive to uh, for people to game the game the system. Okay. Any other questions on Dixonville water? All in favor of Mr. motion? In favor. And so you would now like a, a motion to have the Dixonville water rates at the, for the Showsbury water cool That would be sufficient? That would be fine. Who wants to make that much? Ms. Manser. all in favor? In favor. Presuming nobody had any questions. Okay, good. So we're moving along here. We'll Oh, and we were on a roll there. I think we just got changed. <laughs> <That
5: was $10. laughs> I must have turned it on. <coughs> that was an eight.
1: That was an eight,
8: yeah.
0: We're not as popular as you, the down. so we are phones are over and off, but we're also more professional. <laughs>
8: <laughs> 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 Just right.
0: The next, uh, next item is a request for a decision, Organizational Staffing Policy. Here's the lead discussion. I am <laughs> uh, your you <clears throat> Council,
8: Before you is the uh, Organizational Staffing Policy. Uh, uh, it's one of the
1: uh, strategic plan concepts and also uh, a George Cuff uh, concept. Uh, it has been before council on April 1st and uh, uh, at GMP and also at the GMP on June 3rd. And at the GMP uh, council uh, reviewed the second time and they said move it on to uh, basically council meeting. And so here it is before you with no change uh, to the date. Okay. Any
7: questions,
0: Mr. Parker? Any side comments from Mr. Parker? If not, uh, I will uh, ask for a motion on this So moved. Okay. All in favor of adopting the organizational staffing policy as as presented? All in favor? Okay.
4: In favor. And Mr.
0: <laughs> Mr. Needham decad- delivers the deciding services. Okay, very good job. Wow, wow. Wait, wait, was it that close? No. <laughs> uh, request for decision wastewater sludge press. I'm assuming Mr. McCraig will handle this one.
9: Dear worship and council, uh, For you is a request for decision for uh, funding amendment for the wastewater sanitary sewer sludge press project. And just to kind of rush you, in the 2018 budget, uh, we approved $790,500 for this project. uh, And that was to purchase the equipment and for the installation of the equipment. We uh, went forth and procured uh, the new sledge press for an amount of $534,500. Uh, back in October 2018, and uh, it's actually due to show up on, I think it's the 14th of July. And uh, then we've also expended uh, $49,895 on engineering consulting fees and adapting this new press into the, the existing wastewater treatment plant. And that includes uh, future construction administration uh, for the next phase as well. So at that point, that left $205,605 in the existing budget uh, for contract installation. And when we went out to tender with that, we thought that would be uh, sufficient uh, to get uh, that press installed. So we went out to tender on the 24th of April, and we received two bids back. One from AGS Mechanical in the order of $517,000, uh, and the other one for Filtrum uh, Incorporated for $287,000. So, one of the things that we immediately kind of looked at was just kind of that bit discrepancy and why that there was that discrepancy. And when we went through that, uh, discovered there's kind of a like, uh, the way the uh, filterman interpreted the second addendum uh, was probably not correct. Uh, so what we did at that point is we also looked at kind of equalizing the bids because uh, it seemed like the uh, sticking point was in uh, the contractor having to provide you watering facilities during construction. So we took that piece out and equalized the bids and when you equalize that, AGS would have been $317,000, and Filtrum uh, would have been $283,000. So after equalization, Filtrum are still lower uh, by $34,000 than uh, AGS Mechanical. So but uh, if we do go ahead and award uh, the project to Filtrum, being aware of kind of that misinterpretation on Addendum Number 2. Uh, we would strongly encourage carrying at least $60,000 for dewatering uh, to deal with it, that contingency during construction because we know that's going to happen. Uh, that would result in project budget for this phase for $343,000 which is $137,395 over the current budget. So in terms of where we're going to get the money for that. Uh, because I don't want to have to you know, go into more depth to uh, pay for those changes, there are several things that we could do. And one of the things that we're looking at right now was uh, the water treatment plant boilers. We've discovered that we don't have to replace them immediately. You know, we can uh, refurbish them, and that was perhaps the more prudent choice. We're going to still do some repiping changes around there, but overall. Uh, That'll allow us to transfer 250000 to this project. And then, one other project we could defer by year is the uh, PRV project uh, that we have for the downtown water distribution, which is another 75000 that we could defer uh, into this project if required. I'm thinking that we should be, uh, with the savings that we have on the boiler project, we should be able to. Uh, adequately cover the costs for this project here. So the first option is to approve the capital funding amendments for the wastewater treatment slash press project for an initial $139,500 for a total project budget of $930,000 and award the project in the amount of $287,000. So that would allow us to carry on with the project and finalizes any uncertainty around the project funding and the increase of the project budget may increase the uh, disadvantages if uh, if we funded it separately outside of the funding that we're looking at getting the money back for the boiler that would have some impacts on wastewater rate. Uh, if we're looking at funding it in uh, Out of the savings of the boiler project, then there shouldn't be any changes to at least one rate. So what is the... So so what type of biosolids press is it? It's a rotary planter. So it's a four-channel rotary press. And... uh, Who manufactures this? Uh, Fournier of
0: uh, Montreal. And uh, you'll have training? Yes. And they also offer servicing every X number of years? Yes.
9: They do have uh, a service facility out of Edmonton that uh, we can get uh, service fairly readily in there. Uh, Fournier have actually. been stepping up and installing quite a few of these rotary presses within Alberta. It's so one of the things I looked at prior to purchasing it was to make sure that, you know, we weren't the only ones going to this type of press. But we have uh, several municipalities installing the same press. Around here? Yes. And who may those municipalities be? Uh, I would have to go back into my notes to tell you exactly which ones they are. Uh, So,
6: by uh, fixing the boilers rather than replacing them, how many more years do you get out of them? Should be able to get 10 to 15 more years. 10 to 15. Okay. And this downtown uh,
9: pressure relief valve project, what did that actually do in the system? So basically, there are two things. Like right now, that valve right now is uh, just outside. the, the town hall office in that intersection of 100 and 100. So within there we've got two things. We've got a valve in there and we have a pressure reducing setup, uh, set up in there as well. So basically that uh, kind of equalizes the pressure balance between two lines to making sure that uh, you've got a proper balance on the high pressure side of the line and the low pressure side of the line. For distribution along Main Street. So the, the critical part that we ran into in the water break two years ago was uh, we discovered that valve is no longer operable, like the pressure side is working, but for us to be able to isolate that location, we can't do that anymore, uh, we would have to isolate further down towards uh, the bargain store and then up at the Kentucky Fried Chicken. So. We need to be able to get in there at some point and get that valve working, so that way, if we have an outage, you know, we're not affecting as many businesses when we're doing an outage. So by
6: doing the suggested uh, time frame here, all we're doing is putting that off for a year,
9: yes, essentially. Yeah, and that's only if we needed those additional uh, seventy-five thousand dollars in funds. But I'm looking at the savings in the uh, water treatment plant boiler project, that, that savings would go and transfer over to this one and cover those costs. Okay. And one last question. So
6: AGS Mechanical, they did not have a misunderstanding about the, uh, the...
9: No. I confirmed with them and they confirmed that their tender price would stand. And they accepted all amendments without so question. So
6: theirs was 317 with the under, the correct understanding.
9: Yeah, there's just the 517 with everything all in. So if we accepted AGS, you know, we would probably still have to go back and, you know, relook at that deep watering part and see if there's a way that we can reduce that amount. Okay, thank you. Mr. McQuake, so
5: what you're saying, or what this looks like it's saying is that for in the in the original um, contract tender submission, uh, one of the submitters said it would cost two hundred thousand dollars to do something we think we can do for sixty thousand. That's
9: correct. Okay. And, and that's and that was the key thing to making sure that you know I took that component away first, and to make sure that you know when I'm comparing two contractors, I want to be able to. Uh, compare them apples to apples before we go over to work again. But when I compared the apples to apples, so we're taking the, the watering equation out for both contractors, and so uh, when I look at that, AGS was still higher at that price. You know, had AGS been lower, then it might have been a different recommendation. But, you know, uh, AGS is local filterman inside of uh, Quebec, uh, but they were still able to do the project lower. Like, uh, the other option is we could still award AGS, but our budget is going to have to be significantly higher for that.
5: I guess I was just concerned that we thought we could do something for sixty thousand dollars that that the contractor said would likely cost two hundred
9: thousand. Well, that was the, the price they were given by the one and they both received the same quote uh, for the, the water. So they don't do dewatering the themselves. They would have to contract that piece out. Uh, so, but in, in discussions with the contractors, you know, we think that we can probably put our heads together and kind of solve that issue for a lot less funds. So I wanted to make that kind of almost a, a separate, separate conversation after we work. So the big thing I want to do is compare apples to apples first and uh, figure out who is low tender based on that award, and then we'll figure out the other piece. But uh, being fully aware of that, we're going to expend a few dollars to do that as well. So.
8: So if I understand correctly, that means Filtrum has done a number of these already? That's correct. Has AGS, uh,
9: did they have experience with installing this particular equipment? They, not this particular equipment, but similar equipment. So they're uh, fully capable of installing something in this type of environment. And they've done work on our wastewater treatment plant before.
0: Okay, motion to be made. I have to call
4: and call and meet him. <laughs> okay. Yes, you, yes, you may, Your Worship. Uh, I, would, uh, I would recommend that we approve capital funding, a capital funding amendment for the wastewater treatment sludge press project for an additional 139500 for a total budget of 930000 and award the project to Feltrum in the amount of $287,000. Okay, all in favor? In favor?
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't believe there is anyone opposed. Okay. Very good. Uh, request for decision. Invitation to Northern Sunrise 25th Anniversary Celebration.
1: Yeah, your Worship and Council. Uh, we have received a um, invitation from Northern Sunrise County for uh, June 26, uh, 2019, from 4 to 7 at Cecil Thompson Park. Uh, to celebrate their 25th uh, anniversary of formerly being a county. What's the date? Uh, June 26th. Is that yes, yep. it's
2: their
1: Canada Day celebration too. Just a question of the
0: information here. I'm supporting the motion, but it says that they were named as an ID in 1913 they became Northern Sunrise County in 2002. I know they were empty of East Peace 131 in, 1990s, in the 1990s. So I'm just wondering when, the, I just because it's not clear in the notes here, when the 25th anniversary date if they were named this I don't want to table this and send it back to the museum
2: folks, see if they can sort it out.
0: Uh, just because there's not information here that
2: tells um, me
0: how you get 25 from any of those numbers when when
2: i drafted this counselor and i'll um i can pull it up it was from the municipal affairs website which has the certificates of incorporation and in the various iterations that it went through in terms of boundaries and whatnot and there was an iteration that the them a county 25 years ago, which is that means. Uh, i can pull it
0: out and i'll send it to you i am just be curious just, so just because the the you frame background doesn't give me the information to do it, that's all. 1994? Maybe 25 years ago. Right, but there are, there are motions on on of piece letterhead in 1996. So I'm just curious, that's all. I mean, I'm good for a 25 anniversary celebration of anybody, especially today. So we need to go and to the Okay. So they're, they're not, uh, they're not asking us to make a speech. No, we yeah, they, they are. They are. The mayor is further invited to present oh. a meeting. You could ask some really good questions that Don brings up at your speech, actually. <laughs> <laughs> make the speech yeah. up. am <laughs> yeah, a bit confused. i am 25 years old. I'm sorry. I'm, you, you, you can ask writ written proof to be presented, do you want us to be oh, I, I mean, the line? I think the speeches to be given by the mayor are designated. How about if I designate Mr. Don Good as the, and then you can write the speech with all the questions that you have. Well, I have, I have no questions except where is our information. I'm just curious. Okay. Uh, we, what we'll do is we'll have our communications person draft of a, uh, a speech with all those
8: questions. <laughs> okay, just a speech. <laughs> sure. I'd like to make a motion that
5: Mayor and Council be enabled to attend the Northern Sunrise 25th anniversary celebration and bring readings on behalf of the
0: town. Okay. This is an up and down vote? Yes or no? Yes? Oh, unanimous. Well, I don't know. Are you dissenting, Mr. Andino?
4: Well I decided whether or not I should take my fishing rod with me to the Cecil Park and go fishing that day or or, or go jump on the uh, the hot air balloon out there or whether I should just have a barbecue. I I'm okay. thinking about Can't all my options. We yeah. vote
0: you jump on the hot air. But, but it sounds like you want to vote yes so you can get be be paid to do that. <laughs> right?
8: or in or you can you can
0: jump it. in the pond.
8: The yeah.
0: motion has been passed. And we you can register Colin as voting in the apartment.
2: I'll prearrange emergency services.
0: and Okay, good show. Okay. <laughs> Briefing note, criminal jobs. event. No, Centennial event.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, your mayor and worse Sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking of need Needham Bouncing, throwing me off here. Um. <laughs>
4: I'm going to have that on YouTube, so you can stand
9: up. We can enjoy yeah. it too. I'm time again. pulled off in an ambulance after you break your leg? <laughs> oh, I'm uh, sorry. I,
2: I, you got my back, I'll that um uh, this report has been brought to council previously uh but we wanted to bring it back as a reminder and one other thing if uh your worship would um allow uh, a motion of enabling the mayor or designate because i understand the mayor's schedule is getting very busy for june um just to bring welcome uh, and thank you to the centennial event that's being held on june 15th something that we missed earlier. Could you, uh,
0: Ms. Yu, write something up for that?
2: <laughs> yeah, a very busy month <laughs> for all. <laughs> i to you.
0: Okay, so, so this is, this is the
2: uh, concert in the park. Correct. So it's our our centennial summer event. We did a centennial New Year's winter kickoff event. So this is our premier summer event, and then uh, December 1st will be our <coughs> wrap-up final event, which will be another biggie, and we'll be doing that at the multiplex. This is the park event this year. I forgot the snowbirds. Oh yeah. Uh, there are other events going on in the community throughout the rest of the summer and the fall that will also be a part of it, but this is specifically the Centennial Committees event. Okay, motion. Uh,
0: no motion on this
2: one? Motion to enable.
0: Okay. All in favor? Thank you. you. Um, Request for decision,
1: Peace River High School grad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, you worship the council. Um, the deputy mayor has been invited to uh, bring greetings on behalf of the council to the uh, Peace River uh, High School on June 29th, uh, 2019. And we're just looking for an enabling motion. Okay. All right.
8: It's so Okay. <laughs> this is the deputy mayor going to make
6: a speech? Only one to two minutes. <laughs> okay. 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 Did you make a speech on Saturday at no, Clinton? No. No. No, were doing or they do it differently. Is the deputy uh, mayor allowed
2: to thank the school board for moving their office at this time? I'm sure I can <laughs> attend to that no. detail.
4: Strike that from the record. Yeah. Oh uh, you know, you, know, you
0: that's not part of the speech. Yeah, I I I, yeah, I didn't have to say any words. I don't think they wanted me well. Uh, Petty Turpin knows that I'm not just a Catholic, I'm an Irish Catholic, and I have the gift of the gab, so she was a little worried that
5: I'd carry on for too long. Well, Your your Worship, the letter does say that it's a one to two minutes in Uh, length. Plus, I
0: I, I don't think the Protestant school has as many kids to go through as the Catholic this
5: (laughs) this yes, year, <laughs> and in outreach,
8: so the worship, I think, Mr. Ford part council. Oh, okay, All will attend the worship <laughs> I've never seen a one to two minute speech before.
6: You haven't come
2: to any of Okay, we are going to take, before we go
0: to the reports, we're going to take a, a Quick, uh,
2: public service announcement for Ms. McQuade. To answer Councillor Good's question, um, improvement district number 131 was incorporated as MD East Peace in 1994 and in 2002, July 10th, the name was changed to Northern Sunrise County. I understand
0: that. I understand that. It's just that they recommended, they said that they were celebrating the
5: 25th year
2: of county. Then I
5: miswrote. Uh, then, I miswrote.
2: Uh,
5: then I miswrote. You and everybody wrote. else have actually known their
6: brochures since that. They I were MD-135 MD from... Uh, 131. 131 from 2000, or no, from 94 to 2002, and then they changed a name to a county, and that's what in it said. That's what it said. They were an improvement district in
2: 1993 and a municipal District in 1994. That's correct. So, yeah, and, and they've yeah. been improvement districts since 1945. After being territorial units in 1913.
0: It's yes. Exciting. So we should, we should get the this state to do an expose. So they, they've existed as they are since 1994. That's correct physically, but but it was just a. Yeah. That I was just yeah. I was just pointing. Out that. Very good. So, uh, now maybe, maybe they're just taking the geometric mean between when they were, uh, young, they're, they're to, they were Well, judging from
5: mun- uh, municipal bears and their maps, they have been able to have some, uh, discrepancies. some discrepancies in the, in their data dinosaur. Okay,
0: okay so uh, we're rolling along here. Uh, it takes us to reports. There's a briefing note, or should you read brief note from the Municipal Planning Commission? What, sure. how long did you guys stay in session this time, Rod? We started at 4:15. Um, and he lasted until 4.46. 20, Twenty-four minutes. Well, it was a, it's a big deal yeah. behind the, behind the uh, bowling alley there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, plus, we had to meet on a Tuesday because we had just
4: passed the the uh, bylaw on the Monday for the changing of uh, site levies.
1: So that's why we met on Tuesday instead of Monday. Okay. So never before has a government action had so quick a turnaround for economic development. <laughs> Brought to you by this current
4: council, I might add. Thanks so much. You're not standing on a soapbox, are you? I, I am, am you are fully down. reclined in my chair, Mr. Needham. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, he's, he's
0: making his comments from the sedentary position. Uh, okay, uh, Corporate Services and CAO Monthly Report. anything that needs to be highlighted there, Mr. Parker? Maybe you can stand up on the slides. i and talk about it. Well,
1: we, we brought a bylaws last month. That was kind of an interesting statistic.
0: And one of them was the outside levy bylaw. Okay. Very good.
6: i have a question on the report maybe um on the stats moving to peace river it says 349 lookouts or visits or something i thought last month or something rather was in the 200s so um more people are maybe looking at something
2: there
10: yeah actually. or all of our evacuees maybe they wouldn't have been counted in here would they no well i mean that number would would count anybody that visited the webpage. Over the last three or four months, though, it has ranked consistently in the top ten in terms of pages that have been accessed on our website. So maybe there is some interest. It could be jump traffic somehow, but I doubt that. Uh, Moving to the server. That one's got all the moving information on it, so.
2: That airport number seven, is that the Q&A?
10: Or is that... Else. Is it just airport? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the airport page.
0: And the airport Q&A would have been under?
10: Would have been listed as a Ask TPR Airport, but it didn't appear in the top 10 pages viewed for the month of May. June. Yeah. Possibly June. Actually, I think we might have published it in June. I forget. <laughs>
0: So the council meeting audio was played 72 times throughout March.
10: Throughout May. Pardon me? Throughout May. Does it say March? Yeah, it says March. Whoops.
8: Still.
10: Yes, people are listening to the SoundCloud audio.
0: Well, I think Councilor Downing was away from me, so she was probably counting for
1: four of them. I did listen.
5: Did you
1: listen to one twice? No. We're not that I'm no. sorry. I'm
0: amazed. But once you start and you only listen for five minutes, that counts as one.
10: I think their threshold is three and a half minutes. Can we up that? No. Um, I've got a question about
6: protective services, I can ask that, Um, well I will, Um, the 12-foot Davis fire for Northern Sunrise, is it in these statistics here or?
3: Yes, that will be recorded as a mutual aid response for, for the exterior fire.
0: Yeah, I went up to visit that fire. I noticed there was quite a few, uh, Mr. Needham, you will probably wanted to make note of this, quite a few white goods in that, uh, in the area that was burnt. So illegal dumping. Mr. Needham, by the way. Yes, I, I,
4: it, it's certainly more of an issue in uh, the rural areas and our boundaries, but uh, we, we do have illegal dumping, but uh, more prevalent in lands
0: that brought up against those report well, i guess when you can take your your fridge and push it off the side of a cliff it's, it's a little
6: easier to get rid of so with respect to the fires and uh, up north and sort of northeast wherever um are all our people back in town
3: yeah so we have people just up in the fires uh named um, just doing structural protection, they weren't actually fighting the fire, they were structural
8: protection of the residences in the Nautic and Hotchkiss the Portuguese areas, um, but
3: that
4: has all been demobilized now and they're
3: all back.
0: So uh, the airport had a lot of uh, water issues, so are they on a portable supply right now? Yes, they are, Worship. What kind of, uh, what sort of line was this that suffered a break on the night of May the 27th?
9: So that was on an existing ductile iron line that runs uh, right in front of, I think it's the, the hangar Road down through, that way up towards Forestry, and that line had separated out and fell, uh, so we had to excavate that out and put a new section in and then return that line to service. So we're back in service within probably 24 hours. Uh, it, seems, it
0: says here it broke on the night of May 27th. The water was restored on May 30th. So, so uh, what sort of line? There's
8: a
9: ductile iron line. And so one of the things we'll probably be looking at for a future project is replacing that whole line. and because that line is not in the greatest of shape and it's probably, you know, reached its service of all life. And we have to kind of look at uh, placing that section of the line. Maybe we can just uh,
0: issue them a little bottle of water before they go to work. Um,
6: with respect to, it says, other planning items. Um, co-op SPCA uh, paving infrastructure is the plan is being prepared. Um, Can you just expand
9: on that? So uh, Ms. Modi is working on that and uh, she's hoping to kind of (coughs) bring that to the next council meeting. I know she was working on that to kind of get get that uh, briefing together for
6: uh, the next meeting. So that's just paving, it's not the underground
9: stuff. Sewer lines, water lines. So, uh, so we're just talking about the SPCA. We're not talking about the road in front of the SPCA for the planning part. So, on the co op SPCA area? Yeah, there's a briefing note that was uh, coming forward on the SPCA under planning. Okay the asphalt uh, replacement sets being done throughout town and we should be having a tender in uh, next week or so we're starting some uh, additional parties uh for repairs that we have to do for this uh latest airport uh repair that we've done so the Northern the conference
0: mr harris how many attendees do you have and should I qualify that by asking how many paid it,
3: uh, There was 52 that did the live fire training in the first two days, and then there was um, probably around 100 for the second two days. Good. That's all run for the police uh, regional fire chiefs, so they're the ones that uh, take the loss, if there's
0: Okay. It's not through the town at all. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to see if we're, we're making money on it, uh, but we're not making money here. No, the town provides
3: a lot of in, in-kind um, support for the, the contents and any expenses the town incurs, I
0: reimburse through to the uh, fire chiefs. Well, they're pretty big guys, so they probably drank a lot, eat a lot. Yes, I've any other questions, Mr. Harris? i sure he's willing to answer enforcement questions. Okay, uh, we'll move to Engineering and Infrastructure Department monthly report. Any questions? So, question I have is when are we going to see the disability uh, improvement
9: project? Uh, Accessibility. Accessibility, Accessibility, yeah. Uh, Myself and Director Bell are, it's one of our projects that we want, we know we have to get back to, and just trying to find an opportunity to get back to that to get back on track. Uh, Having said that, I do have another round of uh, State Sidewalk Scan becoming back into town and doing another phase of removing uh, uh, things like trip hazards and sidewalks and we've had that program for the last couple of years been fairly successful. So uh, they'll be coming back uh, um, fairly shortly uh, to do this year's work, but uh, in the case of the disability study uh, now we're aware that we need to kind of get back to back and get off that.
0: And uh, this improvement
9: to GIS, how's that going to uh, help us out? So uh, one of the things that we did look at, and uh, so it was going to help us out in a number of ways. One was we, the community kind of wanted uh, that GIS mapping. They used to have access to it on our website. And then uh, when we switched uh, some things over to them, and I say we lost that ability through there. So we wanted to get that ability back and so uh, we do have uh, some visibility on our website now uh, with our new system. So that's in there. Uh, One of the other things that's going to help us out tremendously is uh, our collector app. that uh, We can have our town staff, when they see an issue, they can tag it, put it into the GIS and then we can visually see location and, and also we can store data in that same location and we can take photos associated with that site and so that way it supplements what we're ready into kind of to track some of these issues and from there we can start uh, doing uh, work order creation and getting those uh, issues resolved.
6: A question about downtown beautification, Uh, have any of the wraps been actually installed yet?
9: Uh, No, they haven't. Uh, We're just uh, uh, finishing improving the proofs for those wraps, and I think uh, Ms. Modi had one last uh, item she needed to kind of check on the proofs, uh, but they should be ready, ready ready shortly. Okay, and is the WOW? um, Panel, is that complete now? Uh, no, they are uh, nearing completion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if we get a couple more days of good sun, I think we'll be able to complete that. But uh, they're well underway and uh, are
8: nearing completion.
9: Because that really,
6: I think, nicely changed the looks of that area with Athabasca Halls being painted and, and that new thing as well. So, yeah. great. Thank you. I'm
0: sure when the wraps go up, Ms. Yu will uh, make sure that probably the second they go up, you'll be sending something out on social media. It might be an hour. <laughs> uh, building permits. So, the uh, seniors' housing, is that part of this?
9: Did you update that to include this? Uh, no, that one I don't think is in Your worship. Uh, with uh, the last couple of weeks of uh, wildfire support, um, Uh, We're a little behind in some of the statistics. Okay,
0: and um, so uh, KPIs, we haven't established a KPI for the fire hydrants yet, have
9: we? Uh, No, Your Worship, that's one thing we could look at, is that is something council desires.
0: So, where are we with the fire iron maintenance program? And are you leading the charge on that, or is Mr. Harris leading the charge on that? It's uh, kind of a cooperative effort, your worship. Oh, collaboration within the administration that's good to
9: And uh, so, is there a uh So, um, we haven't gone into it uh, within year, this year's program yet. Uh, so it's something we'll probably look at more uh, in August and September timeframe.
0: So I'm looking at the water stats here, water produced, wastewater treated, and then the, the difference. It's all over the map. So in January when you have 63,000 cubes that you couldn't really identify where it went, is most of that going to the ski and in February, you dropped down to $30,000. I turned my water bleeder on before I left for a month, of your worship.
8: <laughs>
0: I hope we charged you for the extra 30000 that you used. But
9: you, you could try.
0: At 541 per
9: cube. You could try. Yeah. So a number of things go to affect uh, your worship, uh, also with water breaks and also uh, hydrant flush. Uh, we had to do a significant amount of hydrant flushes uh, this spring, so that would uh, affect that number as well.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Any other questions for Mr. Craig?
4: If, if time permits, just a quick update, Your uh, The pump at the hill, Jim. I know it's know in, in progress what 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 does that mean are,
8: are we going to see uh can you provide a quick update so
9: for that one there we looked at including that under next year's uh budget uh, so that will be affected in next year's capital budget uh there and there's one other thing that we have to look at this year and that is a valve replacement at the ski bill as well we had a valve fail uh, open. So we can figure out a program to be able to replace that valve as well.
4: Okay, so we'll get by this year and do the capital thing next year. All right. That's correct. And, and the Ski Hill are aware of that,
8: uh, that uh, we talked last year and, and informed of just
9: uh, what year that capital program is going to take place. Okay. So, okay so
0: should we put ms bell in the hot seat no okay fire away (laughs) questions for
6: tanya Bell.
0: um i I
6: just found it well a little weird it says that twice daily you had to make reports to i guess the province 9 a.m and 6 p.m so the 9 a.m ones encompass what the same thing, with the 6 p.m. I wondered. Yes. Okay, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That would be a red tape. Uh, they should cut that red tape initiative. There. It, there's been
2: lots of conversations by all the reception centers about that, but we were told very clearly this is information that was going up the ranks to, I'm assuming, the premier reporting that kind of thing. So we didn't have a choice. As long as we get paid for our time, effort, and
0: expenses. Agreed. Anything
5: else on that? Really? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't let her so, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tanya, um, great stats coming out of the museum just for the start of the 2019 year for sure. Um, and they've done some, I'm looking forward to going to see their latest uh, exhibit. I, I haven't been there yet is it uh the other thing is is i see that you're talking about the ice allocation meeting is being or was held June fifth
2: did that go ahead because i did see that advertised a number of times There's, was there good turnout for that oh yeah it was standard turnout so all of our user groups one new ish sort of returning newish group um but only looking for a couple of extra games, not looking for um, regular ice time. So yeah, it was good. Everyone showed.
0: Did the new edition of the
2: Stampeders show up? That was the newish returnee but not Stampeders, sort of a different now in Falair, so
0: Oh.
2: Yeah.
5: Must be an ethnic okay. I also see that the workshops for FCSS were pretty well attended, actually.
2: Yeah, they were, actually. the. Um, I believe it was the budgeting one. Yeah, yeah which was great. Um, we're getting more folks out. I think they're seeing the value of the information and coming out more readily. So that's good.
0: Any counselors show up?
6: I'm unaware. <laughs>
0: Did any counselors show up for the uh, financial statements? Where's Also, I don't work. Got your back.
6: Probably because we didn't uh, enable them. <laughs> okay. So, playground equipment wise, I notice okay, 103rd Street playground things are moving over to Shaftesbury, and then in a few years, 103rd Street will get a new set of something. So the 103rd Street location is where the
2: new water reservoir is going, right? Great project. So that playground equipment, instead of it sitting for two years, which can be detrimental to the structure of the playground, it's in excellent condition. Um, So it it was more fiscally responsible to reuse that equipment. Uh, It's like new, almost. To repurpose it over in Shaftesbury because that location was on the books for replacement as our final playground uh, that needed to be upgraded and improved in terms of the old wood style equipment so this will provide them with uh, like new playground equipment.
7: As a resident of Shaftesbury we're used to having outs. <laughs>
5: Fair enough. Tanya, is is the community and the 103rd uh, Street area aware of that the equipment is going? I know that there was a little bit of... (laughs) (laughs) Nicely
9: done. So uh, we've talked about it during several council meetings, uh, but we should probably get some additional messaging through our communications coordinator.
10: A news posting went out today explaining the move and the rationale and linking to project information on the Reservoir 365 project page. So there is information out there, it's been shared on social media, we've had some interaction from 103rd Street residents. So
5: do we have a date that will do the new grand reopening of the 103rd Street playground? Yeah.
10: That would be spring of 2020 after the reservoir has been completed. The next step would be to install the new playground. So we would in a year from now.
7: Thank you. You're Are
0: we going to have a grand opening for the uh, settlement? Reopening of the
8: settlement?
0: Another centennial project.
2: We just finished planting some trees which has gone over extremely well and they look amazing. Um, so we, we were talking about it, it sort of has fallen off my radar quite honestly.
0: Perhaps we could point out to the Absolutely. River Road residents that uh, let the new trees look like.
5: Beautiful.
1: I've had a few people ask about the uh, demolition of the Baytex yeah. center seeing as this could be a question for you and or jim or mr needham um you had mentioned about announcing the date for that for those that were interested in
2: uh well it's not sort of a come watch thing it's not it'll be very yeah it's not the fun explosion that um
1: no i was aware of that because i already (laughs) asked that
2: question I thought oh, we had obviously. clarified that we weren't imploding it, uh, much to all of our dismay. Um, <clears throat> D- current, Demo will start the week of what? what it, current, End of June. The current earliest start date is going to be the 22nd of June. Okay. Oh. That so they can physically start doing something to not. It, it, so it won't be quite as exciting as you would think.
1: But but, but, well, people ask, and maybe yes. it's just maybe, yes. I, I, I don't know if anyone's asked you guys, maybe they just asked me, I don't know why, but I've had like four different people, they, maybe it's because it's all students.
2: Yes, that and, and they're hoping for the explosion. I, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't clarify. I am doing the dinosaur thing though, in the webcam, I
8: have dinosaurs. So is there a wrecking ball <laughs> that hits the, no. the wall?
9: It's not
4: going to take much. Clearly, the rafters will likely go back to the Edmonton. The rock material likely goes to Alaska. If you drive by the Detach right now, you'll see some nice patches of of, uh, of tape on the wall where the the contractors actually punch holes in the wall and vacuum out all the vermiculite and all the asbestos. So it's got. Uh, it's got of people on the brick walls right now drive by So uh, maybe one of the other questions could be Byron is uh an interest in the uh, material up on the website for sale and perhaps Danny could respond to that. I think there was there was some interest. in looking at the at the hits on uh, on the report here, there was substantial interest. So uh, I know there's a week that's scheduled for uh, for that sale or that sale that's sort of between between demolition and when the uh, the contract remained guy leave the building, but maybe kim or Daniel could fill you in on that.
2: Unfortunately, Councillor Needham, I don't have an update on that. Um I know we've had interest, I don't know if we how many bids we've received to date on yeah. some of those there's items. I, I just noticed yeah. on the report that we, we talked did. about the, the website yesterday. Yeah. There was I turned my computer to another page, but there was like 322 visits for that page so yeah lots right. of people are interested
8: in that,
4: so.
2: yeah absolutely so we'll see if uh what we get for actual bids, um which i believe is closing this weekend this friday
4: but i but i, I was with with uh councilor and i i was all for the e4 explosion and uh, i i thought that would have been a, a great 100 celebration idea but i i guess it's not gonna happen
5: Perhaps we have the wrong council members on that
9: committee. They just don't they just
4: don't have that kind of vision that <laughs> that you and I might share for those types of events, but I'll leave that alone.
9: Believe me, as a retired combat engineer, I'd love nothing better to get in there.
4: I, I could see some diesel fuel and some nitrogen uh, being in here very quickly. <coughs>
1: okay so we've covered
0: off the four reports um any uh maybe a motion to accept the four reports for information mr good all in favor in favor uh there's that takes us to information uh First item was notification letter dated May 14, 2019, from the Municipal Climate Change Action Center. I didn't see this as a package.
2: It's a small. It's a one page. It's not. It was easy to miss. Oh,
0: that's Alberta others.
6: This is the one where the group came.
0: Yeah, did they say I that letter? I read that letter, I <laughs> did
2: um, yeah. congratulations? They have
0: to do something by our side. So, so this solar panel out at the airport is a part of the system? Yeah, so this is at, oh, that project,
8: and concept council had. Seen the letter and application three email no, about
7: a week ago, but this is the public notification of of our moving on to phase two of this um, of this program. So, and this is for a potential solar facility at the airport. Okay, that deals with ah. that.
0: That was a lot more informative than in the letter. Okay. Um. Peace Library System Annual Report dated May 31st, 2019. Do you want to take us through the uh, through the financial statement,
6: Ms. Mazzard? They have sufficient uh, reserves to uh, carry on for several years, and planning is very well done at the uh, Regional Library um,
0: office. So are they suspending late, late uh, fees? Uh, That would be
6: up to individual libraries. We could make a motion dealing with that, giving help to our local library. But um, anyways, they're uh, waiting uh, from the new provincial government to know if the Indigenous grant will uh, carry on, as it has in the past, uh, I think this is the second full year of it. Uh, Renovations are complete on their building. And all is well and they are constantly updating uh, computer equipment, both helping individual libraries and within the system.
0: A motion to accept items ten point one and ten point two for information. Ms. Downing, all in favor? In favor? Any notices of motion, Mr. Parker?
1: There are none, you worship.
0: I'm assuming there will be no comments from the public. Seeing no one in the audience, we will uh, now uh, open it up to trenchant questions from the press. Um,
2: regarding the change to the rate structure for Shaftesbury in layman's terms, does that mean it's going
0: up or down? It's got, it'll be it'll be the same rate as the rate to Dixonville,
2: okay, and which so will be an increase. It'll
10: be an increase for Shaftesbury.
2: Okay.
6: And then I want to say happy birthday to Council. Good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Facebook. Um, and that was it. I may have some questions about the
2: airport FAQ for Mr. Town, but I'll do
8: that
0: during the OK. OK, good show. Thank you, Ms. Thompson. Uh, and I think we should be highlighting Ms. Yu. Or oh. perhaps you've already highlighted it on um, social media, seeing that you're on the
10: Twitter feed. A uh, big one this week is the upcoming concert in the park. We've got daily social media posts scheduled to go out. We've done some signage in the physical park itself to let people know it's coming up. And we've got some other uh, notices going out to all the schools, a um, little physical. Uh, posters will go out, so that's a big one. You should get
0: uh, a notice out to Mercer and CNRL uh, so that they can flood their employees to get out.
8: I can
10: pass that along, sure.
0: Baytex, Future for School Division, Holy Family School Division,
6: H.S. The other big event that happens between council meetings is the June 21st um, Indigenous Day and the raising of the flags and um, the uh, installation of the commemorative uh, monument for uh, the signing of Treaty 8. Okay, That's on the 21st, right? correct starts around one o'clock at the park i think the mayor is invited
0: yeah one to two minutes each yes. five to ten keep them enthralled okay uh, anything else Ms. hume no okay and uh we should point out that Ms. Downing will be taking me over the neighbor
5: AAPE that's in the morning of the 22nd Oh is left. that the 22nd? Yeah oh, right. it's Good. before yeah. we go up to the powwow okay. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be doing that still then to worship? Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 a difference You will still be okay
0: Yeah we'll be on uh, somebody else's time. Uh, good. OK, we will take a uh, short break and then come back and go on camera.